soul and body we give you our time whatever is left of our life here on earth we give it all to you oh god we thank you that gekas lako is tenile not by silver not by gold but by your own precious blood you have bought us And now we are your treasured possession. We are your inheritance. An apple of your eye. Thank you. Now I pray thy kingdom come. Thy will be established in our lives today. According to that which you preordained for all of us. Let not this day be wasted. But Father, we pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The church said amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yen bingele kamile nkosu Jesu. Amen. Hallelujah. Eh, sibingela basilona abanathi namhlanje Welcome back, Mama Hatebe, and all the Bazona Hatebe and Echo last week. Well, no Sipo. Amen. Matiga Panjwana, man, figure Panaba Hamba. But again, Kunukuruzo sees what you get, Sibin is cut, like on a system. Thank you, Aonke, thank you. My brother, how are you doing? Good. Amen. Where we are trusting God. Our kids are getting bigger. The numbers are increasing. So we are trusting God for a venue because they must be catered for somehow. Amen. My heart just aches when I see them like that. Amen. Since I can't stretch the service too long, I must have them in mind. Amen. 
but God is, is with us. Uh, our main scripture is, um, is Ephesians chapter 6. We are dealing with the armor of God. Amen. And guess what we dealt with the belt of truth. Amen. Now today we are going to move on to the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. Apostle Paulo, when he gave that analogy of a Roman warrior, he was thinking more in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Uh, so when you look at the Roman soldier, Roman warrior, it's not what you see. It's more of what the parallel in the spirit. When he talks about the belt of truth, there are deeper things. Amen. Talk about the breastplate of righteousness. There are deeper truths he wants to reveal. Amen. So today, let us focus on what did he have in mind when he spoke of uh, the breastplate of righteousness. We know according to the Bible, he Bible, liti unkulunkulu simkonza yo upila inguna pagadi. Outi eternal. God is an eternal God. Mofunda uti Deuteronomy 33:27. Let the Bible the eternal God is our refuge. Amen. Lipinde liti our God is an everlasting God. He is immortal. Outi immortal. Agafanati we are mortal beings. A man with a temp. Mortal. God created us and He put a term so that after a period of time we go home. Amen. Malkulumangati i Bible chinabantu bembelo. Whether you are an African, you are white, you are Indian, you are colored, whoever you are, when the Bible talks of us, liti the days of our lives. As 70 years out 70. And if by reason of strength, in other words, if you are healthy and you're taking care of yourself and you eat well, uh, they are eight years old. Anything beyond that is grace. Out of grace. Grace. Musa. Yet their boast is only labor and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. Amen. Let all flesh is grass. Amen. Yonke inyama And all its loveliness. Bonkubusebayo, little Bible is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it surely the people are grass amen he then cuts it into hours in our short lives if you study the bible we have well which there will be an hour in your life and in my life that will come now, whatever we do in that particular hour will determine the rest of the hours we live on planet Earth. 
There is an hour that God has allocated. It's in the Bible, you'll see. They come to us different seasons. They come to us at different times. But there is an hour that will come. It will drive the rest of our life. The direction from that point in time going forward right into eternity. It will be determined by the decisions I make in that particular moment, in that particular hour. Amen. I hope you understand that. So, Lelhore will either bless the rest of the hours that I have, or it will curse the rest of the hours that I have, depending on how I interact with it. Depending on what the enemy brings to me in that hour and my response to what the enemy is bringing to me in that particular hour. Amen. Oh, Jesus knew that very well. Because if you study the Bible, I just need to give you a certain context as we always do. Oh, Jesus, but know this. That if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready. How to be ready? For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Amen. He also continues to say elsewhere, he says, Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. He went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, that hour might pass from him. It's going to come. To all of us, it's going to come to you whatever we choose to do at that particular moment, it will determine the rest of our lives. Amen. Let's get to Jesus in that particular hour. You see, if he had taken and made a wrong decision in that one hour, there wouldn't have been a cross, there wouldn't have been redemption. The nations of the world would have been lost. No one would have been saved. The blood of Jesus Christ would would never have been shed on the cross. Had Jesus on that particular moment, right there, if he had determined not to cooperate with the will of heaven, that would have determined the rest of eternity. Everything God would have bent on, it boiled down to that very hour in all eternity. Eternity past, things God had planned for eternity future, they boiled down to one moment in a garden called Gethsemane. Had Jesus chosen not to cooperate with heaven, none of us would have been here today. There is an hour. That the the enemy plans for all of us. It determines the rest of your life. What's going to happen to your children? What's going to happen to your 
marriage, what's going to happen going forward is determined by that particular moment in that particular hour. This is why it is always a great thing to walk with the Lord. Because he said, no one knows the hour. No one knows the moment when the enemy would then visit unknown to you that particular you have had instances where the enemy visited but that one not just who had instances he had hours he prayed the bible says he would go on a mountain he would go and pray overnight and come in the morning to join them but there was a determined predetermined preordained moment one moment in eternity if the lord that hour was so hectic, the Bible says he began to, his, his, his very drops, his, his, his sweat became drops of blood. It was like all of the universe was just weighing down on him. Everything from that point onward depended. So the weight was so heavy. The Bible says he was so much in agony that he began to sweat drops of blood. In the book of Revelation, the Bible says, Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. It's Revelation 3.10. I pray that when that happens, you are found to be ready. You are found to be covered. You are found to be armored from head to toe. That when that moment comes, you will have a helmet of salvation. When that time comes, you will have a breastplate of righteousness. When that moment comes, you will have a, a belt of truth. When that time comes, you will have a sword in your hand. When that time comes, you will have a shield in your other hand and your feet will be ready to go preach the gospel of peace because the bible says that time comes Apostle paul calls it the evil day the evil day he, he had his own every person had their own moment Apostle el petro had his own moment he has, he has asked for you. The enemy came to me and requested for you to sift you a sweet. It was one moment had the apostle decided to cooperate with the enemy to have determined the rest of his life and the nature of the church. That moment came to an apostle called Judas Iscariot. It was a preordained moment. It found him not ready. It found him not grounded. When the enemy whispered to him and said, just let him be crucified, just, you know, just desert him, betray him. When the enemy spoke to him, he came and Judas was not ready. And that one moment, in that one hour, his eternity was uh, decided and he was never ever going to be part of God's story. What God was doing in the earth. Judas Iscariot because of the decision that he made. 
concerning the Son of Man, he was eternally cut off to the point where he had to be replaced. Somebody had to come and take his place because of what happened in that particular moment. So, when he talks about the armor, he has that one hour in mind. He has that evil day in mind. So in Ephesians 6, let's go there. Uh, from verse number 10 to verse number 18. The Bible says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand when? In the evil day. And having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having gathered your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Say amen. Amen. So we have come today therefore to, to see by God's grace if we can prepare you to an extent for that particular moment, for that particular hour. For you, it may come this afternoon. Somebody else, it may come somewhere during this week. It may come anytime. Whatever has happened before, there is one moment. When there is a divorce in a marriage, it's one moment, it's one decision. One decision, not two, one. If I chose to do something strange against the rules of, 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 of marriage and, and the covenant with my wife, it takes one moment. That one moment will determine everything else. So with all that in mind, he says, be always, always, always at any given moment and show that you are covered, out covered. Covered with the armor, not of steel, not of anything else, but the armor of God. Yes. Amen. Amen. So that you are not found without any covering. Because the Bible says the enemy walks around seeking whom he may devour. Amen. And it says if you resist him, he shall flee. So now let's focus on the breastplate. Of righteousness because when we have that on what are we wearing what is the Lord asking us to put on when he speaks of the breastplate of righteousness we know according to history in Rome the reason why they put it on even today still yet for them it's not a breastplate it's just a, it's a protection that they put on, you, you've seen them with this cover. Said so when they get short, it does not hurt them. But we know what it is. The breastplate protected all the vital organs. 
it protected uh, the heart it protected the lungs which was important otherwise a soldier who went to war without a breastplate was exposing himself and applying for an early death yeah. amen mzalwane ongana sambulo so uti intoni lengas kunumangayo if you have no clue what that is about you've read in the Bible about the breastplate of righteousness but you have no idea what is it about you are exposing yourself to the enemy and he looks at you he doesn't even stress about some Christians it's just a matter of time and you are done so God is very careful about the heart. He cautions us but to keep your heart with all diligence. Keep your heart in the book of Proverbs 4.23. To guard Protect it. Guard it. Keep it. Look after it. And be diligent in doing so. Because for out of the heart spring the issues of life there's a way that God has devised for his people to ensure that their hearts is covered amen so what has that to do with righteousness? Because he says it's the breastplate of righteousness. We know though now that we need that thing so we can protect our heart. Our heart must be in the right place with God. Our heart must be anchored in God. Our heart, no matter what happens, it must be found smiling at Him. No matter what the heat no matter what the pain, no matter what happens, my heart must always be smiling at the Creator. Even if my mind does not understand. So the heart, if there is something the enemy will, will, will gun after in your life, is your heart. Yeah. So the heart is important. So what, what is righteousness then? And what has that to do with the breastplate and the heart because by the time we leave this place we need to have an understanding of what the apostle paul talks about now i want you to write the word righteous down write the word righteous because in the word righteousness there is a word righteous or righteous but ulunga can be to be nice so you have to unpack it for us to understand what it is about so the word righteous in the word righteousness there is the word righteous in the word righteous there is the word right now the word right means straight out straight it means not bent it means not crooked out not crooked the one exciting one for me is, is this definition. It, it means a correct measure. Out correct measure. Correct measure. So to be righteous, therefore, 
is to be of the correct measure or correct measurement. Amen. In other words, when I'm righteous, I, I measure up to God's standard. Amen. I, I, I don't exceed beyond. I don't fall short. I measure up to God's standard. We also know because the Bible is very clear that no human being can measure up to God's standard. It cannot happen. That's why Mom Kabashi showed us that video, that clip, that no matter how hard we try, our best efforts to try and to be good people, this is why so that we are able to cut it down to size and to talk to yourself take kabash order command your own body command your own thoughts because from time to time in velo i for to measure up this is why the book of romans is we all have come short of the glory of god we 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 fall short but god in his mercy God in His grace, He made a provision, not provision, because why is it from way back that we will never be able? Holy. God is perfect. The Bible says in Him though, there is no darkness at all. There is no human being who, not even the Pope, I don't care who is out there, no one can claim to have measured up. So what the Lord God did, He gave us the Lord Jesus. That through Him, how to through Him, we might be made righteous. As talk. All these things that we do, keep these five things, and do this, do that, do this, do that. All those things, little Bible, we fall short in spite of how hard we try. Because even as I stand here, I can begin to judge you based on the Socks you are wearing. Why is he wearing yours? I'm mesh. Like I'm wearing, I'm wearing this jacket. This jacket just, I, I keep it in the car. So I, I, was, I was just like this. So, I'm not going to be wearing it. I'm not going to be wearing it. Amen. I'm not going to be wearing it. And even as you're listening to me, you're like, you're, 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 you're scanning me. Hey, Kabash. Because there is that nature in us. So the Lord God made provision. Now there are two types of righteousness that the Bible talks about in Philippians 3 verse 9. There are two types There are two types of righteousness. 
Ayokala, it's what is called our own righteousness through our works. Yeah. Our own righteousness. Gemsebeins, yet no joluk. Trying to impress some fundies, trying to impress Oteko. Running faster than others, hoping that I'm going to get some brown points with heaven. And you can never do that without being judgmental. I've seen people who get very busy for the Lord. They develop this judgmental attitude because so that's the first one. Our own righteousness. The second type of righteousness is the righteousness by faith in Jesus which is of God. Amen. Because it's a Bible it's a gift that I receive by placing my faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. chapter 3, verse number 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness which is from God by faith. Say amen. amen. Uh, it depends on the church that you went to as you were growing up. Uh, the Lord Jesus was very irritated by such. He told them straight. He told them Pharisees and Sadducees. He said, you give people, you put a burden on people's shoulders that you are not even willing yourselves to carry. You walk lofty and and, and your chest out wearing these long things and you give them so many laws, yet in your private spaces, you are not even keeping one of them because you want to please man. You want to walk around so that you can take out the most spiritual person in this room is so and so. That kind of righteousness will put you in danger with the enemy. Sorry, Mam Kabash, I'm just mad. That kind of righteousness, it's what the enemy, that's the kind of breastplate that the enemy wants you to put. If I can be frank with you, he is hoping that you are going to wear a wrong breastplate of righteousness. If there are two types of righteousness, and the Apostle Paul talks about the breastplate of righteousness. It is possible therefore for a believer to have on at any point in time a wrong type of breastplate counting on his works. That's what it comes on. Say amen. Amen. When it talks about uh, the Bible is very clear because when, when, when the Lord Jesus spoke to them, he did not mince his words. He was not scared of the religious system. Yeah. In actual fact, like I told you, one of the things that irritated Christ, if you want to know, it's not the sinner. He loved sinners. He had lunch with them. He would take them out and have something with them and spend time with them. What he did not like were religious people who put burdens on people. So he says to them, for I say to you, speaking to his disciples, 
in Matthew 5.20. For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of God. In other words, they were walking around with something called righteousness. You would ask him, are you righteous? And they would say yes. But it was their own manufactured righteousness that was dependent on performance. Their business activity, the business, religious business. So he says, if you do not exceed, your righteousness does not exceed. You will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Because not a new concept, because in the book of Isaiah, him being inspired by the Holy Spirit, he saw it in the Old Testament. The prophet Isaiah. He says to them, but we are all like an unclean thing. And all our righteousness are like filthy rags or filthy garments. I won't even explain to you what they meant by filthy garments. Because that had its own interpretation. If I were to explain to you what was the meaning of filthy garments, that that's something else. So, Isaiah 64, 6. All our righteousness. Because you can never step out and face the enemy based on your CV and your church experience. And it's shining because the enemy calls our priest with seven scratches. Reflecting off the breastplate. It's not us. Amen. Amen. So uh, it is very clear that there are two types of righteousness and we must know exactly. I must outdo him with my voice. Speak over him. So I must we must try and outdo those Pharisees. If you are going to outdo a proud person and an arrogant person, what do you do? There is no other way you can outdo a Pharisee because he knew the law. They were intellectual people. They could recite scripture. They could tell you. They, they had these things everywhere. Everywhere. It's a Sunday. That's why I told people some months ago, I said, the Bible is what you have in your hand, but the Word of God is what you have in your heart. What you speak through your mouth. Say amen. So again, Lama Faris, but I am good because of what I do. Little righteousness lay me. Every young person gets up and says, I am a good You're like, what has that to do with anything? 
So what about person of Kuzugele? And they committed an error. Yeah. So Masupindila off the stage sitting down and they're sitting, it's four ladies, young girls. And this one, Otewe in Tampindo, and the other one who did not. Yeah. So what, what must I do? Must I then begin to judge you based on your Tampindones? <laughs> because that's, that, that's how we were taught. Manzo, my microphone, that's not a vele, vele, meaning vele. Yeah, but vele, vele. As I in my microphone, I shy pants. Bokwaz. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not <laughs> That's how we were raised. It's not They don't even stand during worship because worship is for you guys. Worshiping the Creator is just for you. When He walks in, you must stand. You must stand up. Protocol. Yeah, yeah boo. Yeah. That is twisted. Yeah. Everybody must stand up. The red carpet, which is fine. I love red carpet, but we must organize it. <laughs> but you see that it is based on it's it's it's, it's the personality, yeah. man. Jesus. Another thing I must point out uh, point out at you before we carry on. Be careful when you when you watch. This is why I love TV Joshua. You must have about five ministers. Listen to what happens when a miracle has taken place in their church. Listen carefully to the person who's here, what they say. For me, that's a gauge and a measurement of a ministry. She's going to come and, and grab the mic and, and, and they will say this. Umprophetic. There, there are ministries where they would even mention Christ. They wouldn't. Yeah. That Jesus Christ and, 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 and the man of God does not have the situation because he's enjoying the glory. Because what should happen is if somebody has been healed, there's a miracle taking place. I must ensure that they understand that Jesus so that he takes all the credit. If you have been here, there's been a deliverance happening in your life. Your family has been transformed because of Christ Jesus. I must make sure that I elevate the Christ. But it does not help matters if my entire world is full of my face. It does not help matters because if I ask you to put me on your t-shirt, what am I saying? Oh, now you must begin to bow to Gabash. What nonsense on earth is that? Now, this is why the Lord said, I want my church back. Because even Lapunwele, as it is Hambakbona, we have manufactured things. I see that Jesus. What Jesus? Jesus? It's Jesus Christ. Jesus and Jesus alone. If you face the enemy, Oku Jesus, no longer Oku Christ, you cry for me. Because I am good. It says I am keeping nine out of ten commandments. Therefore, I am better than everyone else. 
I'm keeping nine out of ten. You are keeping seven. Where's the other three? Itilendo. God loves me more than the rest because I do more than the rest. And you must recognize me. You must acknowledge me. In the church. There are ministries where I think they got awards. 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 Now they are proper awards. You know, you can do that with, with dinner, Christmas dinner, you can have certain things like those, which, which are proper. But you see that we are drifting away. Jesus Christ is not being elevated. Yeah. Even when there is an opportunity, when the Holy Spirit has healed somebody, yeah. where the pastor is supposed to hand over the person to say, Lambo, Jesus. Fall in love with him. Yeah. What we do is we use that opportunity to draw them to ourselves. So that they fall in love with the apostle. They fall in love with the prophet. They fall in love with whoever it is. Miracles, signs and wonders are given to us to display and demonstrate God's love as made manifest through His power. The reason for miracles, the reason for deliverance, the reason for signs and wonders in a ministry is to display, to show off the goodness of the Lord. The Bible taste and see that the Lord is good. When someone gets healed, they get to taste of His goodness. They get to taste His his, his mercy. They get to taste of His love. Then they can say that the Lord is good. Not that the prophet is amazing. He's the most anointed prophet. Papa, doctor, professor. We are to hand over everything to Jesus Christ. Say amen. Amen. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Paul is saying, don't face the enemy with your own works, your own righteousness. Don't face the enemy with a wrong breastplate on. The true righteousness comes when we place our faith in what Jesus has done. Out what Jesus has done. Not what I have done. It's not my spiritual CV. The enemy does not care how many conferences you have attended. He does not care how long you pray. As long as you are full of pride and you are full of arrogance and there are issues in your life he does not bother true righteousness stands on the finished work on the cross not on my own true righteousness says I don't measure up to God's standard I never did Jesus is my righteousness. It is in Christ. It is through Christ that I am righteous. Say amen. Let him eat by Pelige as 
The breastplate of righteousness has so much to do with humility. Acknowledging Jesus. Out to Jesus. Jesus is our confidence. It's not my fasting. It's not my fasting, Basalwan. It's not my long hours in prayer. Oh, I, I love to pray. I love to fast. I am called to fast. I am called to pray. But if I am sober enough, I must realize very quickly that if the enemy is going to be defeated, it's not going to be on the basis of my fasting or on my prayers, long prayers. It will be in Jesus. It's not even our giving. Our confidence is not even in our holiness. It's not even in our repentance. 
between us and Jesus Christ. I don't care how much of the Bible you read. Just posting up. I always tell you this. Every time you do something and you're thinking you are you are being more spiritual because you're doing that. Somehow I go faster. There must be a way that I communicate. Otherwise, how do you know? It's like wearing an expensive belt now. Or something expensive. See my man was there. What's the number two eight thousand? There must be a way where I can just show it up. I must, I must, I must start a discussion. Yeah. I love the bandage. Yeah. The fish are warm. Look at this one. Look at the belly. Yes, there are. Now they're like this. It's all of 2005. I bring my coin. It's just like we're having a discussion. Because any time against this, it oh, it got thick. Oh, they quit. Um, belly. You see, we cannot walk with the Lord that way. So when we go and face the enemy, oh, that's why the Bible says, Amalungu out 24. When they worship the Lamb, they cast down their crowns. They become irrelevant. The crowns represent whatever accolades, whatever credentials in all of eternity, whatever victories, whatever triumphs before the Lamb of God. I cast down my crown. It's become a null and void thing. You are the king of kings. You are the lord of lords. You are the first and the last. You are the beginning and the end. And there must never and there will never be anything between the king of glory and myself. Say amen. Amen. It is not our works. The sooner we understand that, the better. Out in my confidence in battle is in Jesus Christ. I, I want you to know that we conquer only in Him. Out in Him. Oh, in Him. In Him. Not in the name of my denomination. Not in the name of anything else. In Christ Jesus. We conquer in Jesus. The Bible says he chose us in him. Before the foundation of the world. Ephesians 1.4. Ephesians 1.4 says he chose us in him. Before the foundation of the world. Ephesians 1.7 says in him. We have redemption. Through. His blood. Visions 1 7. 
Yang film Kostolo Cili not Dr. Professor It says in him Also we have obtained An inheritance Ephesians 1.11 Koye We approach the enemy that way Says Ephesians 3.12 In whom We have boldness And access With confidence Through faith in him That's Ephesians 3.12 Let in him dwells All the fullness of the Godhead Bodily Colossians 2.9 Out in him Out by him Out through him Hallelujah Hallelujah Masalwa The Bible in Romans 8.37 Yet in all these things We are more than conquerors Through him Who loved us Romans 8.37 Let it fall by him Out by him All things were created Colossians 1.16 It's all about Jesus Christ The quicker our church leaders understand that The better, the quicker we have a revival And God is going to move Upon the face of the earth He does not trust us with the true anointing because should he pour out his blessing, we will appropriate it to ourselves to increase the profile of our ministries. He wants those who are going to give him the glory. Whatever victory you have, it was because of the Lord. And the last scripture there says For in him we live In him we move And in him we have our being Acts 17.28 Oh I love that Out in him we live And move And have our being So move around It's in him When I take a step And a Goliath is charging I approach That Goliath In Christ It's not my own Righteousness It's not because of the things I have done I will continue to pray I will continue to fast. I will continue to walk in holiness and to give and to attend church conferences and to read the Bible as much as I can. As long as I understand that that does not guarantee anything. It is all in Christ. Kungo Musa, Musa. Musa. So again, the Apostle Paul says, when your hour comes, when the enemy stands in front of you, I don't know when your hour will come, but when it comes, let my heart be found to be covered. 
the battle against the Philistine or he would be defeated. And so remember the rest in our feet. I want to read the scripture before we I want us to make some declarations today before the Lord. Because when you face the enemy on your own, I must warn you, these things come to us not when we are in a group like this. The enemy is very smart. He he knows us individually and he knows our story, he knows exactly what we are dealing with. So he would come on your own and approach you as an individual. So when he comes anytime, I pray that he finds us ready, out and ready. ready. We will be covered before the Lord and confidence we can fail. We can just lose it. We can just miss the mark. Oh, how beautiful that is to understand that. So that we can run to Christ. With speed. Amen. I want to read to you a scripture in the book of Psalms. Uh, chapter 27. And then we're going to pray. Bible, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat me up, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in all His temple. Say Amen. Our desire is to behold the beauty of the Lord. When we step out in battle, we want the enemy to see the beauty of the Lord. When wherever we are, you see, I promise you, family, if you can live your life that way, that wherever you are, it's not about you. Sometimes families Sometimes even the way we step into that prayer meeting charismatic Even the way I pray, I'm all, I've already lost everything. Because it's My in battle will determine whether I win or lose that battle. I will take to lift up your hands. It is Jesus is my righteousness. Jesus is my confidence. My breastplate of righteousness is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I believe, I believe in his birth. In his birth. 
in his death, in his resurrection, in his ascension. I believe in the power of his blood. I believe in the power of the name. I believe in the power of the word. I believe that the Holy Spirit is my helper, is my companion, is my power, is my strength. Today, I chose to lay down all my works. They mean nothing before the enemy. It's only Jesus. It's only Christ. It's only Christ. Let's give the Lord a hand. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Now, in this place, I want you to learn to do this. To make a commitment before the Lord is between you and Christ Jesus. I want you to say today, I choose the Lord from this day onwards. You are my confidence. You are my confidence. Whatever I am about to go through, whether it's now or in 2022, because you took care of it, Lord Jesus. If you are in this place and you are saying, Lord, be my confidence, I want you to lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. I want it to be written and to be recorded. I want the enemy to say that none of us in this place, whatever battle we might be drawn into, we will never ever think that we will win because of anything else other than Jesus Christ and Him alone. Lift up both hands up high. Now, Father, as your people will come today, we lay our lives down. We want heaven to know that we have no confidence in the flesh. We have no confidence whatsoever in our works. We have no confidence in our attempts. All our confidence is in the name of the Lord. Should the enemy come, we will say that you are coming with a javelin and a spear. But I come in the name of the Lord. So Father, I pray for your people today. Bambo Zenkulunkulonwele Desmbatiso Sesfoba The righteousness that comes from heaven. Righteousness which is a gift from God. Not the righteousness of the Pharisees. We strip it off. Wearing a wrong breastplate. Let it be cut off. Father, we chose to put on 
the breastplate of righteousness himsebenzika kristo yona isakhamba ngayo sime ngayo now father i pray for your people and i bless them today and the church said amen, amen. say hallelujah Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. No, I want to say amen convincingly. Amen. Let the enemy know. Amen. In Jesus name say amen. Amen. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give him a hand. Oh. Next week. Next week on, on Friday, we're going to say something.